0: One. One, two. Welcome, guys, One. to another episode of Good our lifting nerds, and of today our, we are at after thir- <laughs> episode 35. And today we are going to be with Brandon again. It's just us, ha ha ha, no guest. And uh, today uh, there's a little bit of a, a different shift. On we want to talk a little bit more about natural bodybuilding and how it's actually become a joke right now. Uh, we're really, really big. i uh, really, really passionate about this, so we want to make this uh, statement. Uh, across all boards, uh, across and all uh, boards. to and also, uh, you also know, promote natural body and how it's actually a little more beneficial, beneficial. Uh, to uh, a, lot of, a, a lot of a lot of us. So of this. let's begin and in defining what natural bodybuilding is. Now this is through Wikipedia, so we didn't make this shit up. Um, what Wikipedia says yeah, is yeah, natural, yeah, bodybuilding natural bodybuilding is a, bodybuilding, a bodybuilding movement with various very various, uh, various different competitions different. that take place and for bodybuilders body. who are abstain for performance-enhancing drugs. This category this categorically excludes the oh, use for substances the like of substances like steroids, problems, insulin. Too. I don't know how to read that. Uh, okay, I read it say what diuretics diuretics okay there you go <laughs> so diuretics and human growth hormones thank you so much for that okay so that's what uh wikipedia is actually uh defines natural bodybuilding okay and uh as just before the recording uh we were we were both talking about uh you know the shows that we both com- uh competed in and how is it tested and how is it not tested right now? And uh, so we we some of the flaws that uh, some of the shows right now in the world, you know, claim to be quote unquote natural. You know, they market it as you know natural, but you know, how do how they actually, actually justify? justify just how athletes are actually natural. So, Brandon, what about uh, the the show that you 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 took you took care of?
1: Yeah, so I well, I guess I competed in about five shows in the BCABBA organization, um, and I guess four of them said that they were a natural um, show. One of them wasn't uh, natural; it was just an open. Uh, I didn't place well in on that one, <laughs> but but um, yeah. So essentially, um, you pay for like a urine an analysis test, um, and like you're like I was expecting like the, every like top three athletes to be like tested. Um, throughout that organization, but uh, when I was competing in it, like I've placed like third, I've placed second, I've placed um, even first in a class, and I didn't get uh, tested at all, and I was just like super confused about why I wasn't getting tested. I did see one guy um, that won the overall get urine analysis tested. Um, but other than that, like, even when I went to nationals, I didn't see anybody get tested there. And I was just like, <laughs> it was just giving off really weird vibes. And I just feel like the top three or at least the top guy of every single class should definitely be getting tested. And like, it, it was just, yeah. And like, especially when you're paying for that too. Like when you have to pay, I think it was like hundred bucks or something. Like everybody pays to get into that show and then you don't even get tested. And it's just like, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's, I just found it very strange. So that's the B, C, C, B, B, A, correct? A B, C, A, B, B, A. Yeah, I don't even know if there's still a federation. I think CPA kind of took over like most of their athletes. Yeah. Um, Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm not sure if they're still going, but.
0: Okay, so CPA, uh, so if. You're in Canada uh, as like we both are. Um, The more well-known competition organization organization here is the the CPA. And uh, so they are called the Canadian Physique Alliance and they have a sort of, you can say direct correlation with IFBB. So you can actually get two IFBB pros over your IFBB qualification league through this this club club, and I mean through uh, this organization, organization, sorry, sorry, to to, uh, win competitions, get your points and then take part in a pro qualifier which is um i think every end of the year called the van city showdown if it's in vancouver yeah no yeah the van no the van pro show my bad my bad yeah the van city showdown is another show uh which has an amateur and uh pro qualifier and you're technically there just to get points into the van pro show i have a couple of homies who have actually done there uh obviously they're um you know they're in a very higher standard in, in in pro athlete in these type of open shows. Um, but for us, uh, we, we do not take any sort of uh, these drugs. So many uh, yeah, associations that, you know, they claim to have tested their athletes, but as you said, like they don't. So it, it's so weird, but I mean, some, I know some individuals, uh, they do, they are on roids, uh, but even though they do their urinal tests, it turns out to be negative. So what are, these are like the, some of the uh, things uh, that, that you know, what, you know, what? Uh, you know science has actually you know proven. So if taken orally, orally there's what like anav- I only know of Anivar. I don't know anything else. Like I'm not Again, very yeah, awesome. I'm not very familiar with these yeah, with see. these type of stuff. But if taken orally, steroids can actually show up in the urine test up to like 14 days. So about like two weeks that it'll still show positive if your urine test. If it's an injected one, it can actually show up for a month. Uh, So pretty long. So how long, you know, can a drug be detected depends really on how much you have taken over the how many cycles you've been taken and what kind of testing kit they actually use. So there's still a way. So by saying that it just proves it just tells me that there's so many loopholes for athletes to, you know, go on roids for maybe two, three cycles, maybe a year prior to a, a show and still get away with it. So they'll still manage to keep potentially 80% of their gains, which she is naturally it's probably going to take us, us, know, like like five, like years, five years uh, to get the same amount of gains, um, which I think it's very, very unfair. So I do agree with one of our audiences saying that they should really justify it. Um, as you said, I think in the beginning, like at least the top, not even the top three, I think the top six, if you're, if you're picked in the top six, I think, you know, urine test is the must. Um, and even physically, you know, you can actually see it, uh, a, a big difference. I know there are like a lot of genetic freaks in it, but I, again, no matter how natural they look, I think it's still good to, to do a test on them as well. So what is your reason, uh, to
1: actually start or begin natural bodybuilding? when I first started, like, I think I talked about the story before where um, I think I was because uh, I, I did MMA in high school and I did a little bit of working out through um, that class. We did some like circuit classes and I just got a love for just working out. Um, and then uh, I guess two or so years later at the YMCA gym, a buddy came up to me and he's like, man, you should you should try bodybuilding. He, he was doing natural bodybuilding at the time as well. And I was just like, oh it, yeah I'll, I'll give it i think i i put it off a little bit like maybe a year or so and i'm just like Screw it. i'm gonna i'm gonna go for it and uh and yeah i just never really had that interest in like taking stuff to like enhance my physique like, I, like there was times like later on like after competing a couple times where i'm like oh should i take that route to become an ifbb pro but i just I didn't want that to be like my whole lifestyle. I, I choose like uh, competing as like a hobby in a sense. So I just feel like with all the side effects that come along with steroids, like I, I do know that um, like, obviously you can minimize it if you do it properly, but it's just, it's expensive. Um, It's definitely going to affect you long-term. And it's just, I've seen so many people go through it and have a really bad experience and end up getting a lot of acne or end up losing hair, um, end up just having a really bad mental health. And just even like will like sexual, like this, uh, <laughs> like their uh, dysfunction. So it's just like, I just don't want to deal with that. And like, after seeing like all these guys, like, like Matt Ogus, like Chris Jones and stuff, like they can, like, you can actually achieve a very elite level physique naturally. I guess it's going to take a lot longer and you're going to have to put a lot more effort into it. But like, I don't know, I just I just don't see myself ever like wanting to push to that extreme and just have that risk on my health. And like I'm all about like longevity, and that for me, taking like steroids is just not gonna be something that is gonna be helpful for longevity and like help me live a long-term, like good quality life. That makes yeah. sense.
0: Yeah, of course it does. I mean, like honestly, all sports are you know not healthy, including. You know, natural bodybuilding—it's still a sport. It's 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 not particularly healthy, but um, but the you know my, you know, reason, my was reason was basically was I, way. uh, I I was always skinny as I I've as you mentioned is a lot in also some of my posts. Uh, you know, I've always been skinny. I've always been very self conscious on how I look. So uh, I know that bodybuilding is going to get me to it's going to ach- help me achieve. Uh, that physique that I actually really, really like, especially muscle, you know, gain a shitload of muscle mass. That's probably the only way, uh, back then, I think back in 2016, I was, you know, dumb and stupid. I thought naturally I could achieve this and still look like, um, you know, those, uh, uh bodybuilders who are not roids never, I didn't really pay attention that there's something or, uh, such of such a black magic like that. Um, but anyways, uh, I also had, and then down the road, I've actually met a couple of of homies and um, you know, they work out, they work out really hard. And um, I mean, it's like, okay, you're, 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 you're big. I mean, you're not that far from where I am right now, but I mean, you're still big. And, and then they tell me, it's like, yeah, I can totally achieve this naturally. And, and, you know, and of course you said, you know, the acne, I don't care about the losing hair. I've really lost all of it. Um, I don't, uh, but then, you know, the internal organs and all the uh, and all the stress that you take your body through. And then, and then the side effects of all that, you know, yeah, you can minimize it, but yeah. Minimizing doesn't, it, it's still there. I mean, you're, you're still going to su- suffer from it. Yeah. I, I don't think I'm, uh, yeah, again, I don't think I, I want to go through that. Um, uh-huh. and I, I just don't agree with it again as well. So, uh, so pretty much I will, and I'd rather, you know, spend the time, and, uh, and start developing my body. At least I can, you know, at least if I work out hard for it and naturally we can get to keep every single bit of it. Um, and we're just stronger again, as you said, you know in the, in the long run, it, it's so much more beneficial. <laughs> I can look wonderful if I'm at age 50 or 60, which is, you know, maybe a lot faster than you, I think. Um, and I, I probably want to be that, you know, I probably want to be Robin, that, you know, one of yeah, those, homies, one of those movies. uh that we uh, know, that you know Darren Robinson, Robinson. Robinson. Man, he's like 50 something years old, like 60 years old. And he looks awesome. You know, that's something that we actually were looking for.
1: I think I, I don't have anything against people that decide to go down that route and try to like compete um, and like compete at like the Olympian stuff like that. Like if, if that's like your whole dream in life, to compete at that level at the olympia stage then go for it but like i find like for the thing that bothers me is when people just do it as a lifestyle like they don't even do anything yeah put in effort into their nutrition or into their training and they think they can just take it and like become like big and like just i don't know. like that part of it i don't like like i like if you're going to going to take it you better make sure your nutrition is on point um your uh training is on point that you're doing it for a purpose like a genuine purpose rather than just trying to impress somebody at the beach like i just i don't know i just yeah (laughs)
0: yeah i mean i do agree but also um speaking of which we actually did talk about this uh in a couple of episodes back then on some of the exercise differences between uh you know natural body living versus uh, people who are in enhanced uh anabolic uh, steroids so uh what are some of you'll say right off the bat of your head like there are to be exercise, yeah, differences. exercise what differences what is what some of the some exercises of the exercise that, exercise I, like, that you would probably you will do probably a little bit more if you're natural bodybuilding and, versus what you do less, less
1: well like i feel like a lot of like i feel like personally like the training shouldn't be that much different but you'll notice that a lot of like um, pro bodybuilders do a lot more isolation movements and stuff like that, rather than tons and tons of compound movements. Um, so I, I do believe that as a natural athlete, like programming itself has to be a lot more specific and, um, on point compared to somebody that's uh, taking steroids because they can grow from pretty much like anything. So like for na- natural competitors, you got to make sure that your training frequency is on point, your volumes on point, you are training at the appropriate intensities, and all that stuff has to be, Um, like on point to see the most out of it. Like obviously you do want to have everything on point when you are using, but um, a lot of guys yeah will definitely respond really well to certain drugs and stuff like that. And they don't really have to train to the same extreme, I guess, as like a natural athlete. Yeah. And for
0: natural athletes, there's only so much uh, we can actually, uh, you know, withstand. Uh, compared to um you know if you're anabolic it's like puberty all over again where recovery is so fast for you guys and uh, i i feel for them as uh you know it's their choice to be on anabolic steroids and they're mentally so burnt out but physically they still have to keep on training uh in order to you know manage that growth but you know for recovery uh for natties, yes we we definitely need to rest it um, because of course, we all know you know, the sleeping, the resting is that's when actually our muscles actually are, is going to grow. But um, I find it so weird, but um, I think it's it's more uh, common in the East compared to the West side where West natural side where bodybuilding natural is a little bit bigger. bigger. And I do find there's a lot more, more of a bigger community, community for natural bodybuilders in the East compared to the West. Mm-hmm. And in the market right now, it's unfortunate that everybody's paying so much more attention to uh, the you know, not so natural community because IFBB has been such a big thing. And it's such a sport that everybody likes to watch and the standard of it, it's just getting higher and higher. And then everybody, like all the bodybuilders stepping on stage, like, like big Ramy bro, like their head is like the size of your, my fist and their body is like the size of my couch. I mean, that's just ridiculous. <laughs> just ridiculous. Like ridiculous. why would we want to look like, like monsters. Like, I mean, the standard is just getting so stupid. And, but everybody buys into it, and the community is so big. Like everybody talks about it. If you look at Instagram on social media, everybody's hashtagging this and that. Um, even for natties like us who actually wants to actually go to compete, we still reach out to Not IFBB right. pros Pro. because, because we think, think that, that oh, that's what I want to look at my body but you know we're, we you know, might naturally might not be able to get there. there so i think there's like this community difference between like only the natural bodybuilders just talk to each other because we, we understand each other versus the IF have maybe uh who's on enhanced drugs but they will just stick into the community but then the public seems to enjoy their community a little, I bit, community better.
1: A little bit better I, I totally agree with you there and it's all marketing and like that's the thing like when you have these ridiculous physiques like and then somebody that's like 15 looks at that physique like oh shit i want to get to that extreme and then it's just i don't know for me personally like i'm the same as you like when i look at big it's like yeah that's like incredible that somebody's body's physically able to get that big but for me personally like i don't want to look like that yeah (laughs) man it's just too crazy like like just walking around with that much weight on you like all your tendons like all the stress on them and like just like man like it's it's got to be so hard on your body and like the, like the amount of drugs you probably have to put in your system to be able to get to that, that extreme. Like, yeah, man. I don't know. It's so
0: yeah. What would you say besides, you know, because uh, obviously we know that natural bodybuilding is uh, there's some sort of limitations to you know, the size uh, that we can actually grow our muscles. That's only one of the limitations, but what are the some of the other limitations of natural bodybuilding that, you know, enhanced anabolic drugs can actually give us.
1: Well, like um, for natural bodybuilders, like we can get to lean. It just, it's a lot more painful um, than like somebody that's more enhanced. Like I find a lot of like top natural guys actually almost look almost like leaner and more like um, skins, almost like thinner than like the, um, some of the top like bodybuilders, which I find kind of fascinating. Like, but uh, I don't know. I, I think, yeah, definitely that cutting phase for a natural person it's going to be a lot more difficult than somebody that's actually using some drugs to get down to that level. Um, But I, I, again, like, I don't have experience on that side. I don't have a lot of information around it. So um, that's what I would assume. Like it might still be like, like obviously you still have to put in a lot of work and uh, be on point with the nutrition on point with the training to get to those levels. Uh, But I, you would think it would probably be easier to get down to that level a body factor percentage while you're using stuff, right? Yeah.
0: Okay. So for, let's say your client base, how, um, do you have any clients who reached out to you, say it's like, Hey bro, I want to do bodybuilding, but does not want to compete.
1: Um, I've like, just wanting to feel like, uh, like a big kind of thing. Yeah.
0: So everything your clients probably been telling you is like, Hey man, I want to grow my shoulders. I want to grow my chest. I want to grow my legs. I want to grow. So everything they're telling you is basically asking to compete in a bodybuilding show, but they don't want to compete.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I've definitely had quite a few clients like that, actually, where they just want to like have that like almost like that beach body look, but they don't want to step on the stage.
0: Do you, would you encourage them to compete if they're, this... let's say in a very, let's say you can see, you can just see it from them standing there with a shirt off and they're just probably not lean, but you can see the potential that potential the the they, have. they would have, you, have. Would you recommend you them to compete?
1: So I would, it depends how many years that they've been like training and if they've had any experience going through a deficit. Um, if they do have experience going through a deficit and have like a really good physique, like you're saying, then I would talk to them about it and see if they would be willing to make sacrifices to get to those levels or those extremes. But I feel like most people um, it's just not realistic for them, like in their lifestyle and everything to get to those extremes and sacrifice, um, their lifestyle a little bit more and, uh, sacrifice their health and everything to get to those very low levels of body fat. So for most people, I would say probably, no. um, if they have that mental drive and they, they, if you, if they're like super strict with everything, um, they're able to maintain that level of strictness and uh then yeah like i would see if they'd be willing to but i don't know i i'm a, I, like i have a love and a hate relationship for bodybuilding because i know it can create body dysmorphia and like disorders if it's not done properly so it's just it's just making sure that they're a right person for competing <laughs> is, is a big thing
0: yeah i would agree to, but um Of course, it it comes down to the client. But I mean, if there's an individual client who reached out to want to compete, I'm more than happy to help them. Uh, But of course, I agree that not all natural bodybuilding uh, requires competition. Uh, But of course, uh, competing and taking your body to the next level and taking your fitness fitness level to the next level level is is definitely something. It's a really good challenge. It's also like a, uh, I would consider, you know, it's a bucket list, you know, something you probably Mm want to, try and, you know, not really competitively, you know, get into, but, you know, something you're worth a try and look the best, you know, once, you know, once in your lifetime, you know, YOLO this shit. Um, but that's going to be really fun. So, uh, so a couple of, uh, questions that, uh, for the last questions that we actually have on the list, uh, a couple of people have asked me this. I don't know how many people have asked you this,
1: but, um, when's your next, uh, you know, natural bodybuilding show going to be? So I'm thinking like, so in about two years time, it's not next year, but the year after I'll probably be doing the clona Kel- show. I'm assuming it's probably what I'm going to do. And I'll probably, I think I want to do the bodybuilding class. I might do like men's physique class that same year as well and see if I can get a pro card in that. Um, but uh, I, I think that's probably what it's going to be. Cause I just, for right now, like, I just don't see myself competing next year. I just, need a little bit of a break from going through the prep because i found like you like because you were prepping last year as well right and you you were prepping yeah so it's just i don't i just need that uh i just got so much mental fatigue and diet fatigue from doing that i'm just like okay i just need a break from it need to enjoy my life a little bit more still be strict with my training and still make sure i'm consuming enough calories and being in a good surplus but like Sometimes you just need that break, especially for a natural bodybuilder, like to see progress to your physique. You need some time off. Like, I know a lot of guys like Alberto Nunes and all like Eric Helms and all those guys will spend like sometimes three, four, five years off of competing. Um, Especially when you get, yeah, once you already have been training for 10 years to actually gain like two or three pounds, your stage weight is going to take some time.
0: Yeah. So that's, um, I think I'm probably going to be competing the same time same as you. Um, uh, <laughs> cause I did, I did talk to, uh, you know, Brian about this, uh, Brian Miner. for those who, who don't know, he's, uh, he also was a guest speaker on one of our shows, definitely listened to his episode, very, very, uh, resourceful. So I was talking to him and then he understands why I actually want to compete again, as soon as the opportunity opens, because, you know, I've been prepping since before that, and I've got shows pulled out of my, pulled out under me for so many times so many that times. you just really want to like do it. Uh, but yeah, as, as he also did say, you know, be, be a little bit more patient with it. We want to, uh, you know, we want to just grow as much as you can. He's very big on, you know, off season. And um, so from show to show, because I've, I've been my leanest before the show. Last year, I've been my leanest I've ever, ever been I've like, it's insane how lean I actually managed. I li- literally look like a walking human anatomy. It's amazing. I can see every little detail, uh, except for my ass. Uh, that's the, that was the only place that was left. Uh, but everywhere else was like really, really shredded. Um, so if I know I can actually get there, and I think that was only like 62 kilos or something like that, or 61 kilos, or something like that, in between there. Um, the next time now, I'm just you know trying to really work my way up and you know build and just see the difference between you know maybe a year or two difference. Um, you know, that's going to be in the majority of the work that's going to come in. So, probably the both of us is probably going to compete in 2023. Um, so we'll, we'll we'll see what happens but um but if you guys are interested in natural bodybuilding definitely you know talk to a lot more people uh i would recommend talking to a lot of different people before and actually maybe attempting it before you actually go on to steroids um, you know, yes, steroids is a very black magic, but at the end of the day, it's, uh, you know, your training will matter at the end of the day, uh, as Brandon said, you know, it can cause, you know, you know, body dysmorphia and things like that. There's a lot of other side effects. I think you have to be well, you know, have to be well aware of before you step into like, uh, let's not talk about like anabolic steroids, but even just training itself for natural bodybuilding. I think it's still very important. We understand the training aspect and the diet aspect of that. So when you're on steroids, you're on steroids. It's, that it's that times I don't know like by ten, I don't know. Because I know it's a little bit more strict once uh, you're actually on steroids, because you're, you're you're already messing up your internal body uh, with all these you know additional uh, you know substances. So you probably have to even you know eat a you're little even more good. clean, or I don't know, train a little bit more hard to take care of your internal organs um so really think about it before we begin um but that wraps up uh pretty much what we want to actually mention about you know natural body and, and why we want to why we want to take it and there's just so many more benefits compared uh so i w- we would we, we would actually really uh recommend you do the natural bodybuilding first if you were to compete try that out you know push your body to its limits before uh you know, do anything else is there anything else you want to add
1: no and that's yeah just like you're saying like try natural like get as far as you can naturally before you even think about taking a drug like don't like start working out for one one month and be like oh i'm just gonna start taking steroids and like it's just i don't know it's not gonna be helpful that way and like if you are gonna take it make sure it's you have a really really good reason why not just <laughs> like some simple reason for all oh, looking better at the beach, or if you're not motivated to like train or eat well, and you think that steroids is just to help build your physique without having to do anything. It's not going to work that way. Um, so make sure that, yeah, if you're going to take that risk, you know exactly what you're doing to and have somebody coaching you through that process as knows what kind of stuff you should be using.
0: Absolutely. So that takes care of, uh, today's episode guys. So if you are listening on live TV, thank you so much. Uh, you guys can actually catch us on uh, the Apple Podcast yeah, and, Spotify and Spotify for the Spotify. replay if you missed, you in the, missed beginning the beginning of it. of it. If you are listening on Apple Play and Spotify, uh, please um, screenshot it and share it on your Instagram story and tag us so we know you're tuning in. And if you can, please leave us a review on that. Really, we greatly really appreciate it. We will stick around live again for any questions. Uh, so thank you guys so much. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.